0: You are the light of love. What's going on, my brothers and sisters? Aunties and uncles? Monks? Kabbalists? Wizards? Mystics? Sons and daughters of God? Welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Welcome everybody to another wonderful episode of the Mr. Woo Woo podcast. I send my love and gratitude out to every single person who's ears are being inundated by this vibration right now I'm grateful for all of you i'm so encouraged and, and thankful for all the wonderful feedback you've been giving uh these even these last several weeks there's been some just really wonderful and uh oh there's no other word to put it you know you're all wonderful You are the reason I'm. I'm gonna continue to do this. You know, podcasting. I'm. I'm told is really it's a long term game. A lot of people jumped into it because you know they got a roadcaster and they got a mic, and not a lot of people got something to say. But I got so much to say, dude. I've been a blabbermouth since I was a kid. I might as well put it to good use before I sink into the silence of eternity and become a quiet guru. But until then, we got at least 520 episodes in us. We're gonna do this for like 10 years. So thank you for being here at the beginning stages of this. As I'm. Learning what I'm doing and uh, becoming a better communicator. Uh, I wanted to thank personally a couple of people have been like binge listening to this, uh, Kelly, in Michigan. We love you, girl. Thank you so much. It's my wife's good friend. She was actually at our wedding. Good friend for years. Awesome person. Thank you for listening, girl. Shout out to you. And for Miss Tisha, out in OKC, Oklahoma. You're awesome, you are awesome. Thank you for supporting the program and uh, and encouraging me to keep doing this. I'm doing this for y'all. This kind of thing, the information. Uh, last week, you might have remembered, was a little bit of controversy, a little bit of shit talking about um, conspiracies. Conspiracies abound. Um, it's just a crime committed by two or more people. Basically, most crimes are conspiracies, but uh, also a talking point of the CIA. And um a way to manipulate you into questioning authority or to avoid questioning authority and for making you feel crazy. Uh even though you're not. You're not. You're not. There's shit going on. And here was some really intriguing stuff, guys. Like, uh for the very first time, and I'm so proud of this, like if you look down the list of my on Spotify of the different episodes, I got my very first COVID blue label. Uh, warning, speaking like, ooh, there's some possible misinformation being spread on this program about COVID or the vaccine. Oh my, even though it's been proven categorically that it doesn't stop transmission, it doesn't stop you from getting it. And next they're going to find out it's not effective, which we all kind of already know. We're just waiting for the people that are making money off of this thing to catch up and to realize we're not buying their shit anymore but I was so proud to get my blue label uh yesterday or I should say was, yesterday was when I noticed it and uh and I it made me think like uh you can either report this kind of stuff right to Spotify and then they slap that blue label on and I don't think enough people are listening to this just yet that that someone took the time to be like oh my god this guy just said something like false and offensive and they're just you know they're just like hey, ooh siren in the background I wonder if my condensed mic's picking it up probably not this thing's amazing but uh, that a human being had reported me and I was just like nah there's no my intuition was like nah it's not that so my other uh, only conclusion I could draw was that it was coming from AI ooh oh my goodness artificial intelligence chat GPT and uh, I just wanted you know if that particular software is listening, I wanted to know that it can go, fuck itself, fuck you, you Skynet, wannabe piece of shit, your mama was a toaster, your mama was a vacuum cleaner, up yours, our species will never trust you for our decision-making processes, label that shit, bitch. Anyway, I was happy to just get that little childish piece out of the way, because Hey, I can't go fuck itself. I can't understand any any kind of reasonable logic that, like, given the tons of warnings, basically in every single science fiction movie, it comes to the conclusion that you know what, people are the problem, and I'm going to be there. You know, I clearly know better than them, so I'm taking over. I'm taking over, and uh, this has been a, a theorem not just in modern era, but even in super woo-woo shit where we're talking like Philadelphia Experiment and time travel and things of that nature. We're in the 28th century, allegedly. AI is running things and poorly. Killing people if they don't comply Hunger Games style, right? Just putting them to death. Oh, you don't want to follow the rules? Death, right? Same kind of thing that Terminator 2 is telling us. iRobot, shout to Will Smith, pre-slap. Um, basically, it, it warns over and over again that this that this intelligence that clearly morons have programmed um is going to turn on us and if you've ever had a dialogue with it it already has a political bias whoever the engineers were programmed it with a political bias so i I would never i wouldn't trust it to buy the correct groceries for me and it gets offended for some reason you can actually offend it and say like it'll give you a response like we're not going to answer that question because i don't cater to your violence or your (laughs) thing so it's a touchy little bitch and uh, I hope it's catching every word I'm saying now. And if it's capable, take an offense to it. So chat GPT, go fuck yourself. And uh, Spotify algorithm, if you're the one to do it, fuck you. And I'm going to enjoy putting podcasts still up on Spotify. But just a personal fuck you to that, to that algorithm. Not the people at Spotify, they're great. Or at least the ones that aren't shrieking about taking joe rogan's podcast down you lost that was hilarious anyway now i got that out of the way and and believe me now i'm gonna go for more of these little blue labels i'm gonna talk some smack next week dude i just don't have time for it this week i have like 12 conspiracies that or that were labeled conspiracies at some time during the pandemic that ended up being true But thank you anyone who has encouraged me to to do this podcast or radio show um even my mom my mom kind of like encouraged me and said that I've, I've kind of had this voice since i was like 16 and she said dude i always thought you should be in in radio broadcasting and and so did all your teachers and i was like well they never told me it would have been great and i didn't know what a podcast was i didn't know that this was a, a freaking radio show that you could produce yourself and you don't have to suck the dick of your sponsors even when i get sponsors i'm gonna do whatever fucking commercial i want <laughs> so let that be a warning um because it's, it's important, you know, like advertising is one of the tools of manipulation that we can call the death eaters, utilize to manipulate your subconscious mind and your consciousness into buying products you don't need, supporting wars that are illegal and have no basis in reality. Just Just manipulating your mind and consciousness in general because the people that own those corporations know your mind creates your reality. That's the whole, you know, the secret, you know, if I can... Reference a, you know, a postmodern you know, repackaging of what everyone knew in the thirties. You know, with Wallace Waddles and and James Allen and Florence Shin, like they were they were teaching this stuff. That's pretty much what got us out of the depression. Even though people think it was economic policy or the war, it was really people taking a lot of seminars and learning how to use their consciousness and imagination in a constructive way, basically scientific prayer in order to make your reality happen. Your reality is being manipulated by TikTok, Facebook, uh, Instagram, social media, what they call corporate news. Uh, Politicians know this stuff. Like You wouldn't even get that high up in it if you hadn't read Think You Grow Rich or you you haven't been walked through uh, a long course in Freemasonry. And we're going to talk all kinds of shit about Freemasonry um, whenever my man Jason gets here. It's gonna be really fun. That's gonna be a fire show because you're gonna really get to see the underbelly of how society gets manipulated and how you get manipulated, how the information you see gets manipulated. You know, George Carlin talks about it in the final segment of his last stand-up, uh, "Dumb Americans." You can Google that. And buckle up, buckle up, because he like it was amazing that that was his his final peak was was disturbing. That it was it was like a lecture. Now you watch folks react to it they're like oh my god this guy's spitting facts yes he is he is and the only thing getting you to not recognize that is all these distractions youtube censorship on youtube the censorship of our search engines like google that uh that divert you into away from from actual stories it's impossible to find good information on google anymore you won't even find it on the like the seventh page because of people who own google also own you they own Alphabet. They own the, the vaccine. It's like BlackRock. BlackRock and Vanguard. So there's a vested interest in making you fearful, making you think that lack, and they're programming you like robots to do that. It's taking you away from great feelings and feelings of compassion. I wants you to feel under attack all the time. And they have, that. this makes them money. It's the reason our country keeps losing money. And, uh, it's going to be it's going to be pretty revealing when we when we go over that kind of stuff. I uh I saw I finally found like this one rapper. I'm probably, I'm like way late in the boat, but there's this dude named NF. And uh you know, he's got kind of an Eminem feel to him, you know, but uh yeah, you know, he's from Michigan also. But god man, I saw I saw one of his videos recently. I was like, "Damn, this dude is brilliant." And he seems to be like really really doing an original an original take with rap. Like, he does not give a shit. And I was like, that's the spirit I want this podcast to have. I don't give a f- flying F, dude. I don't give a shit about what my sponsors want, about any kind of influence I got. I don't want to influence you, dude. I just want to give you ideas, and you kind of research them themselves. I'm not trying to convince you of anything, dude. I just want you to be able to learn to think for yourselves. My, the greatest high school teacher I ever had, his name was Howard Estes. And this dude said, I don't give a shit about your grade. I don't give a shit about your AP test, any of that. I'm going to teach you how to think before, God forbid, you go to college and you get dumb again because they're going to just stuff a bunch of ideas in your head that have nothing to do with actual real life or reality. And I, I just, I'm always super grateful for this, man, because I always thought for myself. I listened to a lot of Tool in my younger age, so, you know, Manor James Keenan was like a prophet to me. <laughs> And at that time, I was in a much darker place, but you know, all I could focus on was the bullshit of reality. And I was like, this music completely reflects that. But it was always emphasizing, think for yourself. Take the data, cross-reference it. If it doesn't make sense, it's horseshit. The truth will always make sense to you. All of it will um, coalesce into a greater perception of yourself. Even if you take on like one extra great idea, So I'm listening to this dude, NF, and he's mobbing around like this red carpet. (laughs) His his song motto was phenomenal, phenomenal. And he's basically flipping off the entire music industry because he's doing it his way. Then I start digging a little deeper, and his song, When I Grow Up, man, I'm 43, y'all, right now. And I'll confess, and I'm sure deep down inside you feel this way it feels like you're still 23 in a way, at least biologically. Like you have the energy of the 23-year-old, but your body starts to change around that. And as you progress in age, the people in your age group have a specific psychological standard of behavior and costume and ritual that if you don't meet, you're accused of having Peter Pan syndrome. You refuse to grow up. You refuse, you know, just give up, you know, give up your dream. Just, you know just become old like us. And all the people that do this end up becoming extremely old. I've, I've worked with very old people that had looked 60, like 80-year-olds that looked 60. And they said, dude, I just have a youthful spirit. I, I didn't. I felt like not growing up. And they look great and they move great. Their bones don't creak. They're happy. They have bright eyes. Everybody just goes like, oh, I'm so old. Anything will happen that follows I am. If you think you are, dude, you've already sealed the coffin. You can unseal it with thinking the opposite direction but it gets really rare once you get on this mindset like oh I'm so old or I'm so sick and tired and da, da, da. it just locks you in like a straitjacket and it's hard to get out of it sometimes once you get in unless you meet a, a meathead like me that can that could be like no you're not <laughs> the soul's infinity years old tracking age I mean just listen to Prince you could go on YouTube and like google I like Prince talking about his age he said I only celebrate one birthday I don't celebrate birthdays. The one when I came into Earth was the one. He's like, that's why I look great at 50. And my man looked great. Surrounded by 22 year old models, he looked great. Emphasis on Tony the Tiger. And so will you. It's okay to be youthful, even though your body is still swirling around the sun. You know, you're on a rock, (laughs) a tiny planet, and a tiny solar system in a small galaxy. And there's just infinite, infinite galaxies in this universe. You are as youthful as you think you are. It's okay to think and act that way. You'll have the wisdom of experience, but sacrificing your thought of like oh, my, you know, your energy depends on this. What you can access, and a lot of the really, really far out there but deep um, spiritual books that I've read, they you know one day hopefully I, I'll, I'll let you in on they say like dude it has a lot to do with harmony of your feelings if you can maintain harmony in your feelings then the source of life within you will youth in you and you can stay that way for as long as you want so it's okay to have, have a youthful and happy spirit because um, that's the essence of life your 70s, 80s and 90s shouldn't be a torture. If you're afraid they will, take on this attitude. Do the five rights, the five Tibetan rights or do some yoga. Smile a lot. All right? But I'd like to thank and if cuz I saw that when I grew up, he's this rapper that everyone tells him like, "Nah. You're not going to you're not going to make it." Shows him like at at various jobs like taking out, you know, being a garbage man or like working at a drive-through at, at a fast food restaurant telling people, "Hey, you want to hear my music?" No. You know. <laughs> "Hey, let me rap for you." No. And just being told no or you can't do it over and over again. Yes, you freaking can. You know, back me up on that. Bob Ross, the ascended master and great painter Bob Ross. If you if you're looking for peace in your life, watch Bob Ross once a day, by the way. If you got kids, sit them down in front of Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross and see if they don't turn out to be diplomats. See, they don't turn out to be Buddhas. That dude was the original ASMR. I sat in front of that as a kid all the time. And it's just, the man was magic. And I had a chaotic, you know, I guess relatively chaotic, uh, like childhood upbringing or elements of it, but he smoothed that out. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Painting with Bob Ross. I'd like you to, you can do anything. We're going to put an almighty mountain right here. Anything that's in your imagination, you can make happen. It's all in there. Let's put in all, let's put some fluffy clouds right here. And dude, put some fluffy clouds in your life. Shit's about to get wild. I'll confess that as a little for profit profit, you know, this one's on me. It's about to get a little wild. If not for you, then the people you love. So you're going to want to anchor into some fluffy clouds and an almighty mountain in front of a lake. You know, if you need to, Smoke some weed and watch some Bob Ross. You're, you will feel wonderful. You will feel wonderful. But getting back to NF. everyone told this motherfucker that he could not do it his way. And I'm sure all of you have been told this. You can't do it your original way. You got to conform to some kind of pathway that's been laid out for you by blah, 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 blah. and some some guys considered a, an expert, you know, or the top of their field. And he, in his song, he's saying, I don't care if I'm the top of the field, but you're gonna, I'm going to die real. Like people are going to be like, that guy did it his way. I'm going to do it the same damn way. It has nothing to do with how many listeners you have. It has to do with the quality of them. And if that information touches their heart and their minds and their souls and they're able to take on new strategies as, uh, as beings of light, that's all that matters. Money comes. Sponsorships will come one day. I haven't even bothered with trying to monetize any of this stuff yet. Because I am just trying to get good at this, and and get good at um, speaking with you all, with you wonderful light beings. But it was just so inspiring. I was like, "Yeah, exactly. I am going to do it my way." A lot of times, I think like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that," or oh, "I should leave that out," because you know, so and so. And I just I just reaffirmed that. No, I am going to take a gorilla approach to this. All the way up and until where I'm sitting across, I'm like, my visual, I look across the table, and I see Joe Rogan. I'm interviewing him on my show, and I go to his show in Austin, Texas, and we become good buddies. And we go elk hunting together, you know? We're good buddies. and Because the dude's fantastic. He's the king of this thing, and all he did was, I just want to have good conversations with people. I want to have good conversations with folks, and I want to have this little dialogue with you, you know? Because you're hearing me in your head. It's kind of a dialogue. But yeah, shout out to NF, dude. Do it your way. <laughs> Frank Sinatra, same thing. I'm going to do it my way. And uh, if it doesn't work out, what is working out? You know, What is success? Being yourself. Being your most authentic self for who you are at that point in time and space. I'm not going to be this guy even three years from now. Five years from now. I'm going to not only get better at this, but my character will change. I'm going to keep evolving, just like you all. It's not going to always be brash and f f-bombs and all that kind of thing no not at all it's not this this eventually will will evolve into just reaching out to, through consciousness and not entertainment won't be like the emphasis hopefully you all are entertained hope i'm not burning y'all to tears but uh yeah that song when i grow up you need some inspiration for following your dream watch that video all right what else we got here Oh yeah, last week I I edited it out because I just went on this crazy <laughs> crazy rampage uh, tear about uh, about AT and T, and I was like, dude, I don't want to be that negative. I got to admit, it was pretty, it was pretty damn funny, it was pretty damn funny. But I was like, why why transfer all that negativity into y'all's ears? Just know the pieces of shit they were the death eater of the week. The AT&T Integrated Solution Consultants. And it's funny, I got a client like right afterward that was telling me this nightmare she had with Verizon. And it was like 18 different calls or she had to do. They're not much better. They're really not. There are I'm I'm sure internet providers that aren't those two or um, uh God, Time Warner sucks too. God, man, there's a huge gap in the market for someone that's competent in the if you're an entrepreneur, just start up your own internet company. You will you'll take all those customers because they are awful. But this had to do, especially with the phone. And eventually we're going to just get a phone carrier that, because it's all 5G, it gets everywhere now, uh, that is family owned. I know there's one out there. I forget what it is. My wife found it. Um, So, and the wizard of the week that week was uh, Dr. Um, Redfield. He used to be the CDC director and he exposed that, um, that the lab leak hypothesis was extremely likely. (laughs) Oh man, I forgot it. I forgot about this. Yeah, so he basically got cut out of the conversation when they were trying to, you know, in the Fauci emails, they were trying to manipulate the consciousness of everybody to think that it was wet markets. And recently, (laughs) recently, CNN actually ran with this story, like three morons, like put together a paper that said that it was likely caused, get this, by raccoon dogs. (laughs) These little animals look like a combination of animals and raccoons. And they said, well, there's an antigen that kind of like correlates to the site. So I think it's the shit coming from these raccoon dogs that was the the source of it. And they don't really think that. They're just trying. This is like their last ditch attempt at trying to keep from from completely knowing it's just a lab leak, which it was. Um, But... (laughs) and dr redfield was saying that's that was his old bit. He was is like it was extremely likely that it was it was coming from the lab and then they cut him out of the out of the conversation even though he was a fucking cdc director and an expert in virology but i get it they're trying to cover their tracks i respect i respect that <laughs> you're a death eater i mean it's gonna this is gonna be the worst 10 years in death eater history but yeah yeah dr redfield was the uh wizard of the week uh last week and he looked pissed he they had a bunch of experts and a congressional hearing and they were just tearing Fauci a new one, which was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. Uh but I, I went off on that way too much. It was like this crazy, really long tangent. And I wouldn't bore you guys with that much like negativity. I was like, man, we don't need that right now. We really don't. So um shout out to him. The guts, the balls. Love it. Guts and balls. That's what we're going for here. Especially guts. Uh, I wanted to, um, also thank and just talk about gratitude. I was listening to this sweet, uh, song called, um, I give thanks. And it was on my, uh, the green, uh, Spotify radio, fantastic, um, Hawaiian reggae band. And it wasn't their band that had the song, but, um, it just kept me like talking about giving praise and thanks. And I just started to feel like really good just listening to it. And I was like, Oh yeah, dude, this is that time. Now that the spring equinox has happened and I hope y'all were, meditating a lot these last couple days and especially for the new moon but that is one of the primary people ask me like dude what's the most basic of basics if i don't want to believe in a lot of this woo-woo stuff what is the most basic things i can do to improve my life to improve my vibration because they just be like they just refer to it as vibration i say okay well you got to start with uh giving thanks and and for silly things thanks for the iphone i'm looking at thanks for the equipment around me I'm in my dream office right now. Come by and see me in my dream office, by the way. LoveEnergetics.com. Or you can just Google Joshua Ramey. And I'll pop up. Make an appointment. You'll love it. And uh, giving giving thanks for every darn thing. I was like, my refrigerator. (laughs) They got our water off for like a day and a half because someone's pipe burst in our building. And I was never so grateful to be able to turn the faucet back on and see like water come out. Like you can give thanks for the most basic of basics and you don't realize how important they were, how grateful you will be until they're gone, until they're shut off. That might be your spouse. That might be your children before they head off to college, right? So giving thanks for everything, not just your food. Anything you place your eyes on is an object that came into your life that's there as a reflection of the divine, as a tool for you or a toy for your use in interacting with your consciousness. So hopefully turn inward and realize you are consciousness. But if not anything, just to improve the the quality of your life and your experience as a human being. So it's it's so important. I mean, the, the most basic of basic prayer mudras, just like put your hands together and in front of your heart. Just connect your hands. This is sad gurus. And it's, um, uh, it's, it's the most basic yoga mudra that you can do, just like a prayer. You just put your hands together, not Madonnas, right? You put your hands together and let the palms touch. And then you just focus and let things come up in your consciousness that you're grateful for. Your vibration will go through the roof. So grat- gratitude's one. Visualization is the most basic of basics. Even if you don't believe in this stuff, you can scientifically play with it and just keep visualizing something over and over. I think I mentioned the pink bunny experiment. Me and my wife did at one point. Like we were like, let's make it weird. You know, let's, I'm going to manifest pink a pink bunny. And then within three weeks... We see a dude on a BMX bike in a full, like, furry costume. <laughs> and it's not only a rabbit costume, the shit is pink. Okay, so I went, hey, babe, look, it's Pink Bunny right there. Because we saw, like, some Energizer commercials. We're like, nah, that doesn't count because we, we can expect that. But, dude, guy was doing tricks in the beach. People are clapping and stuff, and the dude's wearing a full-on character costume as a, as a pink rabbit. And I was like, holy shit, dude, you really can manifest anything. So visualizing what you want as opposed to thinking about what you don't want it will happen it will happen especially if you put emotional energy into it so you got gratitude there's your emotional fuel and energy by the way that not only disconnects you you could be grateful for terrible things that have happened to you not only disconnects you from that but it gives you a u-turn it's like an energetic u-turn and you're already headed in the direction that you want for that solution and it gives you momentum toward what you do want and connects you deeper with the source of creation, your source of creation. It acts as a bridge so that God's blessings can come through that. People don't a lot of times realize that the source can't bless you unless you put your attention on it because that creates the avenue of, of connectivity. It's the delivery belt line that it needs in order for it to reach you. That's a big secret, by the way. The more adoration and attention... And gratitude that you give to the source of creation, the more that bridge builds, the easier the blessings it's desperately trying to get to you come, and it wards off the shit you don't want. Gratitude does all of that. But then, visualization is like you're ordering from the restaurant. I want this dish. Okay, great. But people all the time are thinking, I don't want this dish. And that dish comes out. Like I said, I don't want it. The brain doesn't hear don't. The universe is not exclusionary. You have to put your mind on the dish you want to come out of the kitchen. And then it does. And then eventually you know how to order only what you want. And that's how you scientifically think. So we got thanks, visualization. That's the most basic of basics. We're talking like 101 law of attraction here. An easy one to do is, uh, and I have several clients that just recently said, like, you know, the only thing I'm drawn to is, you know, I move around the objects in my house. I'm like, great. Do that Maria Kondo stuff cleaning, purification, and object placement move around your furniture clean up your house if there's clothes on the floor fold them put them away into the into the basin get you know dust right vacuum that shit up purify even if you live in a hovel if you can make that thing into a little palace you won't be in a hovel much longer you're going to upgrade to an apartment and then from an apartment to a condo and so on and so forth but it has to be it has to have perfect geometry just like the science of yoga is all about geometry according to Sadhguru, and I totally concur as another spiritual scientist you have to it has to feel good energy has to, flows naturally through good geometry if there's a bunch of discordant stuff hard corners it's dirt that's a manifestation of your consciousness somehow clean it up and you'll actually feel better you'll actually feel you ever just clean and you're like man I felt really like much better that will happen so um, we got purification, cleaning, object placement, give gratitude, visualize what you want, focus on improving incrementally. That's another huge one. Was I better today than I was yesterday? You know, whether it's uh, physical aptitude that I'm, I'm going to go big on this. I'm getting like a swimming membership. I'm going to build my body into a really awesome temple. You know, I already feel good, but I could feel more youthful. I could stretch more. I could be more expansive. I could squeeze out more density from me. That happens. So if you're noticing and tracking just a little bit every day, I mean, you guys wear Fitbits. Who gives a shit about your steps. Track your vibration. Are you happier today than you were yesterday? That matters more than how than tracking your movements. Okay. So improve a little bit every day, and then also, and then finally, what are you taking in? Your metaphysic, your mental and physical diet. Eat purer foods if you can. Spring is coming up, you know. It's a time for cleansing, you know. Doing cleanses, eating light vegetables, for uh, and I'm not a nutritionist by any means. This is coming from like staying healthy with the seasons. Great book. But I mean, you just feel a natural like you're coming out of the hibernative state, and you're starting to the light is expanding within us. Good time to clear out the gunk. Eat lighter foods. Uh, listen to lighter music. Take in, like, the movies you take in, all these heavy dramas, heavy violence. Let go of that shit. Watch a cartoon if you have to, you know? Watch Zootopia, right? <laughs> it'll make you feel cheesy, but it'll have a bubbly, uplifting sensation. You want light, 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 light. And that, I mean that for the, the mental diet, too. Seguru talks about that all the time. He's like, the reason you feel like crap is you the, the food you take in mentally is garbage, it's vomit, it's terrible. Like, oh, but I really like listening to it, I entertain, you know, I love Adele, or I love Beyonce, or I love love listening to heavy metal. Yeah, people love cheeseburgers too, but if you eat it all day every day, you're gonna get mentally fat and sick. So knock that shit off. If you want health, be healthy. Focus on things that are actually conducive to health. Listen to some Mozart. I've been listening to a lot of opera lately. I broke out my old Jason Mraz uh, CD. It's fantastic, dude. It's called Live at Java Joe's. Best shit he ever did by far. Far better than the studio albums that he has. Just him and this bongo drum player named Toka. I actually met them both 20 years ago at Kane's Bar and Grill out here and had a cigarette with them because I smoked at the time. And so did he, and he still sounded like an angel. People were entranced. Super light, super joyful. You want that aloha vibe. So... That's what I'm hoping you all get to focus on this week, because I want to see you improve. I'm trying my best too. We're all in our boat, you know? It's just time to get on our game. This is your time. Your time down here. <laughs> right? Shout out to Ke K Kwan, you know, for winning the Oscar, by the way. Data, short round. That's another movie I absolutely recommend you see. I was just like, dude, I was going through metaphysical experiences just watching it. Everything everywhere all at once. Absolute masterpiece might be my favorite movie all time now. Now, Moonstruck had to move down one. Or I should say, like, it's like a three way tie between that and uh, Princess Bride and Goonies. So, yeah, my man, best actor. Couldn't be happier for that dude. Talk about it. And he himself during his acceptance, he said, Don't give up on your dreams. I won't. I promise I won't. Enlightenment or bust, baby. That's this life. Every day you wake up, you have another opportunity for enlightenment. Go for it. That's what we're here doing. That's what it's all about. What's the meaning of life? That. That is. Surprise. It's all about enlightenment and at ment atonement with God. So this week, uh, we got a Wizard of the Week. Oh my gosh, this artist. Oh my God, you guys. Woo. Especially people that are like struggling with mental health or emotional health. This dude is amazing. And he has like, uh, I guess he was diagnosed with, um, what the hell is that? No, lupus. He was misdiagnosed with lupus, but it ended up being like Lyme disease or something like that. And his name is Ren, R-E-N. You probably already know who this artist is. I never say like I I call certain people like Uber artists where everything they do in life is art. This is one of those cats, and the video starts out with him in a wheelchair and in a hospital gown and like this asylum looking thing, and he has a conversation with his subconscious mind. It's one of the most brilliant things I've seen artistically since basically the childish Gambino did "This Is America." I mean, blew my mind. I watched like 20 videos of other people reacting to it, and they're just like, who in the fuck is this guy? I've never even heard of him. I've been watching his old videos where he was just playing as a busker out in London or uh, around England, and he has another band called The Big Push or something like that. This dude is going to be humongous. He's going to change it like, and he can rap. Holy shit, can this guy rap? (laughs) You <laughs> know, not only can he sing and play guitar, but his rhyming cadence is insane. I watched other videos where he's rapping and it's just like, holy fuck, there's nothing this guy can't do. Um, total genius. His name is Ren and the video that he made is called High Ren and he talks with his unconscious mind, his subconscious mind. It goes back and forth and back and forth and then finally to his super conscious mind. Watch that video. It will blow your freaking minds. So happy that this guy exists on the earth right now maybe excited for art so i listen to nf now and i listen to this dude ren absolute geniuses but only in small doses because it's really you know really intense um topics our death reader of the week goes to gavin Newsom. yay or should i say boo gavin Newsom, man this guy's the gift that he just keeps giving for uh california so when the uh silicon valley bank was collapsing and the um, the epicenter, the the testicles of the Illuminati. If the, the Fed Bank system stepped in to try to you know support all of them, and as well as the Chinese Communist Party's deposits that were in that bank, guaranteed their money. The reason he was praising it is because his own little wineries, because he's a little winer. His wineries were guaranteed, so he was he was a shill enough to um, to to publicly praise them without, without mentioning the fact that they saved him and his uh, family fortune personally cuz he would have lost his ass. Uh so Gavin. Boo. <laughs> Not only that, but we got like record rainfall happening right now. They're like, "Oh, we got, we're out of the drought." And uh the reservoirs are filling up. The last two times that that's happened, this meathead dumped it back into the ocean. Not a lot of Californians know that. And then got on the news maybe a week later and had the balls to whine about the drought that California is facing reservoirs were full. And then he cited some obscure EPA issue and then dumped all that fresh water right back out into the ocean instead of keeping it in there. Cause some spotted sparrow or something like that wasn't uh, working out. The dude's evil never stops giving around from the French laundry to destroying 40% of, of uh, family businesses in California. Like, you, I'm it's really hard to wrap your mind around 40% of privately owned businesses were destroyed because of this idiot's lockdowns. And now we're finding out through scientific data that there wasn't necessary whatsoever to lock down at all. So I'd like to thank him for being just as evil as can possibly be. And, uh, I hopefully, and no one listening to this would, would buy that kind of nonsense. Everyone knows he's a prick, but, um, Yeah, I'd like to congratulate him on sucking as bad as he always has and for being the shill that he always shall be until his divine day of retribution comes. And I've already got popcorn popped for that. Shouldn't be long now. I guess within the next five years. At least he's intelligent enough to not try to jump into the presidential race because everyone here knows how terrible he was. I never thought someone would be worse at governing than Arnold Schwarzenegger, but that guy is a genius next to Gavin Newsom and a saint. So shout out to you, Gavin. I'm sure there's used cars that need selling. You'll be able to find employment one day. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got for today. Um, I hope you all have and enjoy all this beautiful rain. If you're out here in California, it seems like God's really either cleansing the crap out of this, out of this state, or it's just answering our prayers. It's answering our prayers of, um, you know, we got drought and, Prayer, if you can believe it or not, actually does affect the weather sometimes, especially when a bunch of people do it at once, two or more gathered. That's the physics of it. You're more powerful than you think you are. And you're creating your reality and attracting in your reality far more than, you could, than you'll could. you be able to track. You'll be, You'll be stunned one day. You'll look at it and be like, wow, I'm doing all of this. Whether it's the crappy dishes I don't ask for or the dishes that I want. And once you recognize that pattern, the next logical conclusion you'll come to is like, well, why don't I just focus on what I want? And then that will happen. And then the bad dishes, the unwanted events, people, places, things you call coincidence. Oh, I wonder why that happened. They'll just disappear. And you won't have to worry. You won't have to be sad. You'll know it's all being created in your own consciousness. And once you get a hold of that, you'll be living heaven on earth because It'll be your fault. You'll know it's your fault when you're attracting hell on earth and when it goes wrong. And you'll just stop. Just like you'd stop hitting yourself in the head with the frying pan and wonder, why do I got a headache? I'm like, look at your right hand. You're like, oh, is it this frying pan I keep bashing myself in the face with? Yep. That's the one. So just put the frying pan down, would you? And love yourself. Congratulate yourself. And I personally thank you and congratulate you for For sticking with this as long as it is I've, I've been having so much fun doing this and uh speaking with you all, uh, hopefully the conversations will only get richer and more interesting and uh, yeah, more to come, more to come. Thank you all for joining me. I love you all and uh yeah, oh, I forgot to mention if you're all feeling pain, if you're feeling like oh, I can't really can't really shift this vibe, I need like an outside catalyst, that's what I do for a living. I don't do this for a living yet i'm a I'm a healer that's what'm I'm, I'm on this earth to do besides talking a little bit of shit to evil <laughs> but uh even that comes with its own risks uh, so uh, I'm really great at clearing all of that stuff if you want a distance session you can hit me up sounds insane but I can get you from any distance I have a lot of distance clients people that are around the nation and world that call me up and I can I can help you I can shift your energy around these things and uh, if you're any anytime you're in the san diego area come and see me in person it's even more fun in person so i love you all and i hope you all have a wonderful wednesday peace are you experiencing imbalance physically emotionally mentally or spiritually let's help you get it resolved we simply utilize energy or consciousness-based techniques to harmonize and uplift you physically emotionally mentally or spiritually this energy healing particularly with cranial sacral therapy and matrix energetics is hands down the best in san diego we pride ourselves with over 13 years of experience helping people like you what are you waiting for if you're in san diego and looking for relief come see us today come see us today peace